When you do just one thing for 21 years every day, you find the acupuncture points. You know there are eight intervention points for sales, there are eight for marketing, there are eight for operations. And when you have somebody in front of you that says, my sales is volatile or my sales is not where it, I want it to be. So how can I retain my clients more? How can I get more client referrals? So these are the typical inflection points Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett, and on today's episode, we are joined by Mr. Simon Severino of Strategy Sprints. So if you've ever thought about understanding how big companies work, how do they push, how do they really try and drive their revenue, this is going to be an episode for you to dive into. Uh, every 90 days, doubling your revenue. If that piques your interest, if that sounds like something you might be interested in, you're going to want to check this out. And of course, if we can help you with your marketing to fulfill on that too, head over to www.joinmygroup.com.au where we have all of what you need there and more. But until then, let's jump into the show. I mean, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you making the time. Hey, Kim. Hey, everybody. Excited to be here. Great to have you. Now, I always like to start the podcast off the same way every time, which is if I met you at a party, you and I were chatting and I said, Simon, what is it that you actually do? What's your go-to answer? I double revenue in 90 days. I like it. I like it. And of course, the follow-up question has got to be, how do you do that? You know, after 21 years of doing only strategy advisory, go-to-market advisory, it's like when you go to a doctor and you say, I'm feeling this kind of sensation, this pain, I need something. And then they touch one point here, they touch one point here, and then they know what to do, right? This is when you do just one thing for 21 years every day, you find the acupuncture points. You know there are eight intervention points for sales, there are eight for marketing, there are eight for operations. And when you have somebody in front of you that says, my sales is volatile or my sales is not where it, I want it to be, or I can increase my sales, but then I cannot deliver. So the link between my sales and my delivery needs to be better, or I'm great at bringing people in, but they don't stay long. So how can I retain my clients more? How can I get more client referrals? So these are the typical inflection points that since 21 years people bring to us. And so we have now a map of those inflection points. Uh, we even published the map. It's on Amazon right now. It's called Strategy Sprints. So we have a 90 days program that addresses those, those eight points. And there are some general three strategies, three numbers, and three habits that right now are helpful for every business that has to deal with these volatile markets and with these very tough macro conditions. And then there are very specific eight points that we find in the one-to-one -one coaching that very much depend on the context and the maturity level of where, where those teams are. But that's what I do. So how is it possible? I do only this one thing every day since decades. Yeah. And what got you into that? Like to what drove you into like strategic consulting and understanding these key areas? My 20s were just exploring where is my contribution to this world. I had no clue. I studied philosophy because I had no clue. 
So I said, since I have no clue of the single parts, let's see if I maybe understand the whole thing first, and then the single parts get more clear. That was actually a good idea. It gave me a couple of years more to explore. And then I went, it, this was the time where the big strategy consultancies of the world, they were looking for people outside of economics. They were looking for scientists, for, for, for social scientists, and also for philosophers, actually, because they wanted people who are good at structured problem solving, structured thinking. And so they, they took on a ton of philosophers. I was one of those. And so I went with those consultancies into global, global projects. And I made quick career. Uh, I, I, I would be promoted every year, which is very fast. So from, from junior consultant, consultant, senior consultant, project manager, senior project manager, principal, etc. And then I went and did my own thing. I started Strategy Sprints, which is a small consultancy about just go-to-market optimization, how you can grow your business uh, in a way that is healthy, that is resilient, and that creates cash flow under any, any market conditions. That's the strategy sprints method. So I did fall in love with this concept of market domination and market um, resilience, because I love it. How do you enter a market? How do you crush it in a market? And how do you stay uh, the winning entity in that market? That's what excites me. You come with a big problem like that to me, you have all my attention. Um, everything else, you don't really have my attention. But if you say, Simon, I want to crush it in this market. These are my top two competitors. Let's do 90 days, the most intense project we can do so that we win in this market. Are you in? I'm in. Now, surely that's going to have some high levels of stress. What got you interested in going <laughs> for that level of intensity? Oh, I love stress. Um, stress is, you know, everything that's, kind of uh, relevant has an intensity, right? An energetic intensity. So I woke up to today at 4.30 in the morning just to do my hour of yoga. And now you might say, well, but that's not stress. Well, kind of, right? <laughs> it's, it is not stress. It is preparing the, the body, the emotional body, and the energy body for a high-intensity day. And so after that hour of yoga, I then did an hour of running. Then I brought my little boy to, to school and, um, and now I'm working. So I'm serving now entrepreneurs uh, globally in different ways. One of them is sharing my knowledge on podcasts. So I want it to be as intense as possible. So I look for intensity. I want to live a fully, a fully lived life every day. You know, I want to laugh, to dance, to sing maybe even to cry once a day. I want to experience everything. I want to experience one failure every day, many big successes every day. Then it's a full lived life. And now many people would call this stress because it, there is, of course, there is intensity involved, right? And now in yoga, we don't talk about stress. We, we don't know stress. We don't know pain. Um, we talk about sensations. A sensation is actually just energy flowing through the body and uh, life is sensations guess what the more sensations the more you're alive <laughs> so do i like stress i love stress 
because doubling revenue, of course, it's an intensity. Yeah. And I want to do this as often as possible. Every quarter, we double our own revenue. And every week, we help entrepreneurs double revenue. We love this. And what have you found as the similarities? Because obviously, uh, previously, as you mentioned, working in some of those big uh, management consultancies and um, strategic consultancies, you obviously worked with probably, I'm assuming, some big companies. And then you have entrepreneurs and startups. Like, What are the similarities that you see um, uh, between them that kind of link them, link them together? Yeah. So the differences, of course, is the manpower, the resources, right? And also the maturity level. Uh, the similarity is we are all here to solve problems. And if you do it with two developers or you do it with 70,000 employees, it's the same thing. The client doesn't care, doesn't absolutely care. So the user just cares about one thing. I have this one problem. Uh, can you help me solve it? And, and if your thing is the thing that helps me solve it, I'm in. I can trust you and if I can feel that you really care and that this is really built around what I need, let's go. I don't care if you have 70,000 people on your payroll, that's your problem. Uh, or if you have just three developers in Pakistan, that's also your problem. I don't care as a user. Uh, as a user, I have a problem, I want it solved. So this is what we all have in common. And if we, if we just are a solopreneur, uh, or if we are a 60,000 people company. Now, we have started with the big companies because we wanted really to learn how do you organize. So we wanted to learn everything, how to improve operations, Kaizen, Lean. We wanted to learn how do you innovate operations, design thinking, innovation sprints, product sprints. We wanted to know how do you organize around the client, Scrum. We wanted to learn all these things um, so that we can be the best coach for entrepreneurs. Now we, we scaled these things down. Of course, you have to scale them down into something simple and quick because small businesses, they don't have time for you know three days of workshop. Come on. It needs to work in the next half an hour. And so I wanted to create the Jarvis of, of consulting. You have 24-7 support. You are in action, you are in the field out there, and now and now you just quickly ask on your phone, you tag your sprint coach, hey, sprint coach, should I kick the left door or the right door? And, and it says, give me a second, and gives you the answer. This is something helpful for entrepreneurs. So we have built that landscape, and that's the 90 days one-to-one -one coaching, where they have us on their phone, they can tag us anytime. Hey, should I pick this CRM or that CRM? Oh, let's go, no, go with that because this one doesn't work with your other tech stack. So pick this one, otherwise they don't talk to each other. Oh, thanks. Okay. Oh, see you, see you tomorrow. That's, that's what entrepreneur, what small businesses need. Quick, practical, in real time, needs to work on their phone. And so obviously you mentioned like 90 days, double revenue, um, get things popping. Like what are the things that would stop someone from getting those results in that period of time? Most people stop themselves on mindset level, on marketing, on sales level, on operations level. Mindset, let's start maybe there. Mindset is they think they have to hustle. They think they have to do the work. Otherwise, they cannot charge. 
And that's a problem because you usually start something by doing it. And then if it works, you get paid. And then you say, all right, I did it. Now I get paid. That's fair enough. But then comes the next stage where you have to productize your services and you have to charge more to scale it. Now, that mindset, which was helpful, now becomes your obstacle. Now, you have to switch mindset from, I don't get paid for time, now I get paid for value. So it's absolutely okay that 2,000 people pay me today a high ticket price, even if I cannot serve them directly. And that's one switch that people need to do from, I am here to hustle and to suffer to that other mindset. No, no. I am a master at what I do and I'm scaling this globally to get it to many people. And that does not include getting paid per time. You create value in a very different way, in a scaled way. That's the mindset part. So we have to move from being, you know, founder to being business owner from CEO to owner, from working in the business to working on the business. That's the mindset part. Then the second part where people stop themselves. And, and how do you see this mindset problem? When they charge, when they say the price, hey, what does it cost? And it's 4,000. Well, how much? Yeah, it's 4,000, but you get also that bonus. And then that's the, this is the bodily manifestation of that mindset block. If somebody doesn't have that mindset, if somebody moved already to a value mindset, you will ask, what's the price? 25,000. That's a different energy that, that manifests. So that's the mindset. Then the other mindset, um, this next problem is sales. People waste time on marketing instead of doing sales because marketing is more fun. We all love posting on socials, etc. Problem is socials has nothing to do with sales. People think that social is sales. And so they think about what to post and how many people clicked it, which is a waste of time, waste of money. So the first thing we get them off the hook off the marketing book, and we teach them actual sales, which is something completely different. It's a contact sport and it's the direct path to growth. But again, there also they have some misconceptions about sales and why why it's it's dirty or it's sleazy or whatever. And so we have to work through them until they find that it's a high art and it can be fun. So and this is the point where they cut marketing costs, marketing expenses, and also time spent on marketing and time spent on socials. This is where they regain time to actually work on the business, on the vision, on the sales systems, on creating multiple revenue streams, on having a predictability and repeatability in their sales. These are all things that are very important. So where do they stop themselves? First mindset, second, wasting time on marketing instead of putting it into prospecting, into real sales work. Nice. And then once they say they've got the mindset down, then they, you know, they've been able to switch that. And then they've got the, uh, the understanding that it's like, great, I've got to focus on sales. Is it just like rinse and repeat for 90 days? Or is there any, like, I know obviously there's many things which are, you know, probably evident in, in your book and program and things like that. But like, what's the, the next, you know, one thing that they really need to make sure that they focus on to be able to double their revenue in eight days? 
There is a daily habit, weekly habit, and monthly habit. That's the core operating system of the strategies principle. Daily habit, you write down how did you allocate your time today, which one of those tasks will you delegate tomorrow. And delegating means can be outsourcing, can be delegating to a software or to a person, but you have to delegate one thing after the other from your plate. So you build it, you write it down, you hand it over. You build it, you write it down, you hand it over. That's the daily habit. Everybody does that in your team, even if you are just three people. You, you will scale. This is how you scale. You find a way to, to, to solve a problem, you write it down, you hand it over, either to a software or to a person. We have hundreds of possibilities nowadays. It's wonderful. Weekly habit, you will get now on one real-time dashboard that your Jarvis has built for you, you will have your marketing number of this week, the one main marketing number of this week, in real time, the one main sales number of this week in real time, and the one operations number. So the, the first number tells you how many people are interested in what we do this week. For example, how many people downloaded something from the website this week. The second number tells you, okay, how many people actually commit to work with us. And then the third number tells you how happy your clients are or how unhappy they are. So you either choose a retainment number. So how many people are we losing from our subscription, the churn rate, if you are a subscription business, or if you are not a subscription business, then it's the number of referrals that you get from other, from current clients. How many referrals do you get from current clients? Because we always build a referral engine as one of the core systems. And so we will measure every week how many referrals we get from current clients. So they introduce you to others. So. That's the weekly habit. You have this dashboard. And so it's not rinse and repeat for the next 90 days because your dashboard is your coach number one. Jarvis is coach number two, but coach number one is always the market. If it works, the market will show you in dollars. If it doesn't, you have to change something. And that's why it's 90 days because it's 12 sprints with 12 measurements. So we have 12 times the chance to course correct if it's not the right thing, if it's not working, we have 12 times the chance to course correct. And so we have a thesis, but we validate it via the numbers. Only the market is coach number one. Print coach is always coach number two to the team. And that's how 12 times we double check if the thesis is actually validated. And then there is a monthly habit where we rebudget according to where we are winning. So there's a quick competitive analysis. What else can our clients do and where else can they buy? And based on that, which takes half an hour with our tools, based on that, you cut 15%, 20% from your budget from where you are not winning. So these two features, we're losing against our competitors. We cut time and budget from there. And we reinvest it immediately in the next month into the two features where we are already winning. And since we are winning already, and we put in 15 to 20% more resources in the next month, first, you'll crush it because you are already winning. Now you have 20% more resources, you're crushing it. Plus, you have more defendability. You have a bigger moat now against your competitors. And this is especially important 
if you want to stay in the game. The first step is to win the game, but then it's to stay in a winning position. And you can only do that by rebudgeting monthly on the features where you're winning and cutting that, reinvesting that from the risk from the features where you're losing against your competitors. I think I know you the answer, but I'm just curious. How important to you is dashboarding? Is it knowing those numbers and knowing those metrics? Super important. So if you don't let's say you don't you don't have a weekly dashboard, how do you take decisions? Based on what? On the narratives that you get from Twitter? <laughs> on the feelings that you have? So <laughs> Based on what do you decide? Should we do this or that? Should we hire a salesperson or a marketing person? Should we should we go into that market or that market? Should we launch that product or not launch that product? Should we stop that offer? Based on what do you decide if you don't have a weekly dashboard? You don't know your reality. And so when you don't know your reality, you base you you base your decisions on things that that are just narratives. And and that's not a scientific method. You wouldn't run, you know, your your life that way. So why do you run a business that way? Um, you want to know your reality. Otherwise, you are flying blind and taking decisions without any any data foundation. Yeah, I like that. I could probably sit here and ask you questions about that sort of stuff all day, but I do want to make sure I stay on time here, Simon, as well. So. A question that I like to ask at this point as well is, is there um, a question which I haven't asked you so far that I should have? Um, who is it for? Who, sounds, who can use really Matt? Who, yeah, who is it for? <laughs> it's not for everyone. There is a minimum requirement. The minimum requirement is that you actually care about your clients. And that you see by the ticket size. So if you have a ticket size below $10,000, you shouldn't sprint because then just send, just sell a ton of volume and that's it. Um, you don't have to really care to understand them, to talk to them, to go deeper with them, to become the trusted advisor because for 300 bucks, it's not even worth uh, for you uh, talking an hour them. So you shouldn't also uh, run a program that is all about caring and understanding about the user. So it it need there there needs to be a a minimum caring and that you have when you have a high ticket offer uh, over ten thousand dollars that you charge for your offers, then it makes sense to spend so much time understanding the client really building up a business, making that repeatable, making it a machine um, that you can sell or that, that you can enjoy. Um, because if if you just have a low ticket item, then every every interaction to your client, you will experience as a waste of time. Why am I talking to this person if I can just do 60 bucks out of that? Why can't the chatbot do that? And so for, for that kind of environment, a one-to-one strategy is not the best thing to do. Um, get better bots. That's great. And for anyone that's been listening and they go, great, I want to find out more about strategy sprints. Where's the best place for them to connect with you online? Yes, many of these 
tools that we select, the dashboard, etc. People can download at strategysprints.com. We are very generous with our tools. They are open source. The more people use them, the better the tools get. And so they are at strategysprints.com. And the book, Strategy Sprints, they find on Amazon or wherever they buy books. And it's in every airport, in every bookstore. And it's called Strategy Sprints. Uh, thank you so much so guys if you're listening to this if you know someone that maybe they they do have those high tier products and they haven't been getting the results that they want please do share this episode with them so they can hear some of simon's wisdom and uh and and maybe start to understand what they should be doing and should not be doing um and maybe they should be doing strategy sprints uh simon thank you so much really appreciate you making the time to jump on with us today thank you everybody keep rolling